This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Wednesday, September 27, 2023, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. Coming up this evening on New Center 88, an old car tire burnt trees in a utility pole and may be the key in finding how the Maui wildfire spread. All on your daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Nathaniel Hara will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Ray Ranierson will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a murky 73 degrees. And now on to our top story. Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Menendez of New Jersey has left court without speaking to reporters after pleading not guilty to federal charges, accusing him of pocketing bribes of cash and gold bars. Prosecutors say in an exchange Menendez wielded his political influence to secretly advance Egyptian interests and do favors for local businesses. Businessmen, excuse me. Menendez appeared today in Manhattan's federal court. Lawyers for Menendez and his wife Nadine entered not guilty pleas for them. Three businessmen also have pleaded not guilty in the case. Menendez was ordered on release on a $100,000 bond. The senator led his wife by the hand out of the courtroom after the brief hearing. TV's late-night hosts planned to return to their regular evening sketches and monologues as the flow of topical humor is set to return after five silent months due to the just-ended Hollywood writer's strike. Bill Mayer led the charge by announcing early today that his HBO show Real Time with Bill Mayer would be back on the air Friday. Mid-morning, the host of NBC's The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon and Late Night with Seth Meyers, ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live, and and The Late Show with Steph Colbert on CBS had announced they'd also return all by Monday last week. Tonight with John Oliver will return to the air on Sunday. Melted remains of an old car tire, two burned trees, a stump of an abandoned utility pole. These are among the pieces of evidence investigators are examining as they seek to solve the mystery of last month's Maui wildfire. How did a small fire sparked by a downed power lines and declared declared extinguished flare-up again hours later into the devastating inferno? The answer may lie in an overgrown gully beneath Hawaiian Electric Company power lines and something that is hard harbored smoldering embers from the first fire that rekindled into a wall of flame that destroyed the town of Lahina and killed at least 97 people. Poland's hard-right Confederation Party has been growing in the popularity, especially among young men fed up with the political establishment. The party has been riding a wave of growing support for far-right parties across Europe, all in Poland. I'm sorry. And polls show it could increase its presence in parliament in a national election on October 15th. Similar nationalist and anti-migrant forces have gained an opposition to widespread migration to to Europe and anger over the lockdowns and vaccine mandates imposed by governments during the COVID-19 pandemic. No matter how it does on election day, the party has already done a lot to push the government to take more comp 
confrontational stance towards Ukraine, which is fighting for its survival against Russia. Alabama is headed to the first significant revamp of its congressional map in three decades after the U.S. Supreme Court rejected the state's bid to keep using the plan with a single majority black district. Justices denied Alabama's emergency request to keep Republican-drawn congressional lines in place and to stop a three-judge panel from drawing new lines as the state appeals. The decision today sets the stage for a new map with greater representation for black voters to be put in place for the 2024 elections. The ruling marks a victory for black voters in the state who had challenged the existing districts as racially discriminatory. Coming up, Auto Workers Union to announce plans on Friday to expand strike and contract dispute with companies. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Center 88 returns right after this. When Marshall Athletics plays for championships. Once again, your final score... 73-62, Heard advances to the Conference USA Championship game for the first time ever. He fires one in, it's got a rounder right back up the middle, Williamson throws to first base in time! Out number three, Marshall is your 2013 Conference USA Tournament Champion! And the cheerleaders come out to join the Herd as well, because Marshall wins its first ever Conference USA football title, 26-23. Buzzer goes off, and the herd is victorious. 81-79 as the thundering herd comes away with the come-from-behind victory in round one of the Women's Basketball Invitational Tournament. WMUL 88.1 FM brings the action to you. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. Ohio victims of child sexual abuse while in the Boy Scouts of America could get a greater share of the settlement money for the crimes committed against them. Legislation cleared by the state Senate today would ensure more monetary compensation for victims by avoiding Ohio's current 12-year statute of limitations on civil claims in bankruptcy case, allowing them to receive more money under the organization's bankruptcy settlement. Tens of thousands of men nationwide have have brought forth claims that they had been sexually abused by their scout leaders, and nearly 2,000 of those claims came from Ohio. A nearly identical version of the legislation already passed the state house, where final approval is anticipated. The United Auto Workers Union says it will announce on Friday how it plans to expand its strike against the Detroit's three automakers. The union says President Sean Fain will make an announcement at 10 a.m. Eastern Time in a video appearance addressing union members. The union went on strike on September 14th and when it couldn't reach agreements on new contracts with Ford, General Motors, and Jeep maker Stellantis. At first, it targeted one assembly plant from each company, and last week it added 38 parts. It added 38 parts distribution centers run by GM and Stellantis. Ford was spared the second time because talks with the union were progressing. Ohio Supreme Court justices have questioned the state's lawyer about a legal strategy that Ohio is attempting in hopes of reviving its law 
banning abortions except in the earliest weeks of pregnancy. Before Ohio solicitor General Benjamin Flowers even finished the first sentence of his argument today, justices began peppering him with with technical questions. Those questions suggested they may be rescinded to step in and lift a county judge's order that's been blocking the law since October 2022. The state's legislation also challenges whether Pertram Cleveland and the other Ohio clinics that brought the suit have the necessary legal statute standing to sue. Several Republican lawmakers in Kentucky have proposed a three strikes law. It would keep people who are already incarcerated locked up after being convicted of a third violent felony. The law was unveiled yesterday as part of a sweeping plan to combat crime. It comes a few months ahead of the 2024 legislative session. Another key element would create the toughest penalties possible for causing fentanyl-related deaths, and it would allow business owners to use what it calls a, quote, reasonable amount, unquote, of force to protect themselves or to prevent thefts. The three strikes law would require life in prison without parole for anyone who commits three violent felonies in Kentucky. Coming up next, Montana judge temporarily blocks enforcement of law to ban gender-affirming medical care for minors. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Kraft Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Bottom of the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL FM. Huntington. But mom, don't but mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season. All concussions are serious. Know the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health care professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. Aw, the radio won't work. You should worry less about that radio and concentrate on fishing. Besides, it's nothing good to listen to on the radio nowadays. Here we go again. Back in my day, music was good. They played all those good oldies that I love. Of course, they were called newies back then. But Grandpa, if we turn to 88.1 WMUL, we can listen to oldies. Huh? We can also listen to alternative, blues, jazz, hip-hop, and more. All that in one station? Then hurry up, boy, get that radio working! 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge since 1961. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. Lottery officials in Florida say the winner of the $1.6 billion billion Mega Millions jackpot from August has come forward to claim the prize. Under a new federal law, the winner's name remains anonymous for 90 days. The winning ticket was sold at a Publix market, supermarket in Neptune Beach on the Atlantic coast. In Florida, winners have 60 days to claim the lump sum or 180 days from the d- date 
of the drawing to take the full annuity, which is paid out in an annual installments. Lottery officials did not say whether the winner chose to take the lump sum or annuity. A Montana state judge has temporarily blocked enforcement of a law to ban gender-affirming medical care for minors. District Court Judge Jason Marks said today that the law is likely unconstitutional. He also said banning access to gender-affirming care would harm the mental and physical health of minors with gender dysphoria. The state argued the law was meant to protect minors from experimental treatments. The preliminary injunction would remain in effect until a full trial could be held on the issue. The state has said it will appeal the injunction. Montana is one of the is one of at least 22 states that has enacted bans on gender-affirming medical care for minors. Most face lawsuits. Dozens of people face criminal charges after authorities said groups of young people working together smashed their way into stores in several areas of Philadelphia and fled with merchandise. Police made at least 52 arrests. The Philadelphia District Attorney's Office said today at least 30 people have been charged so far. The ransacking followed an earlier peaceful protest over a judge's decision to dismiss murder and other charges against a Philadelphia police officer who shot and killed a driver though through a rolled-up window. Interim Police Commissioner John Stanford says the ransacking wasn't connected to the protest and called the group's, quote, criminal opportunist, unquote. The White House says an American soldier who sprinted into North Korea across the heavily fortified border between the Koreas two months ago has been released into U.S. custody. Private Travis King's release was secured with the help of ally Sweden and rival China. Earlier today, North Korea said it would expel Private King. The announcement has surprised some observers who expected the North to drag out his detention in hopes of squeezing concessions from Washington at a time of high tensions between the rivals. King's expulsion almost certainly does not end his troubles. His fate remains uncertain, having been declared AWOL by the U.S. government. Federal and state officials say the former boyfriend of Central Kentucky woman who disappeared more than eight years ago has been arrested on charges stemming from the investigation. The FBI and Kentucky State Police said in a statement today that Brooks Hulk was arre- I'm sorry, Brooks Hulk was arrested was arrested without incident on charges stemming from the Crystal Rogers investigation. The Associated Press cited sources cited court documents in reporting that Huck had charged was charged with murder and tempering with physical evidence. Rogers was reported missing in Nielsen County in July of 2015. Her car was found abandoned with a flat tire and her keys, phone, and purse were still inside. Huck was with her was her boyfriend at the time. He has denied involvement with her disappearance. Coming up next, Republicans face growing urgency to stop Trump as they enter the second presidential debate. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look. Almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, get yourself tested. 
Visit gytnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. Merlin, I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheath is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, The Cutting Edge. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Samantha Riddle. Former President Former President Donald Trump will be in the battleground Michigan working to win over blue-collar voters in the midst of an auto worker strike. Trump's trip today comes as his Republican challengers gather on stage in California for their second primary debate. Trump's visit also comes a day after President Joe Biden came became the first sitting president in U.S. history to walk a picket line as he joined United Auto Workers in, De- in Detroit. The dueling appearances underscore what will likely be chief dynamic of the 2024 general election, which is increasingly looking like a rematch between Trump and Biden. Ohio's political map making commission has unanimously approved new state house maps, moving a step closer to resolving a long running redistricting battle. Yesterday's vote is the latest chapter of the state's lengthy saga over new political boundaries, riddled with lawsuits and repeated court rulings finding previous maps were unconstitutionally gerrymandered to favor the state's leading Republicans. The new maps are poised to to last into 2030 election cycle, pending legal hurdles and like their procedure, their procedure precedenters, excuse me, gave the GOP an advantage statewide. Despite their votes in favor of the maps, Democrats appear to see it as a necessary compromise, not a win. Republicans are meeting for their second presidential debate as top rival seeks to blunt the moment of Donald Trump. The former president is so confident that he will continue to cruise through the party's primary that he's again foregoing sharing a stage with his competitors. Seven GOP White House candidates are squaring off at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in California for for a debate today sponsored by Fox Business. Rather than attend, Trump will be in Detroit delivering a primetime speech that will compete for airtime with the debate and take place before a crowd of current and former union members. Congress is starkly divided over very different paths to preventing a federal shutdown. The Senate is charging ahead with a bipartisan package to temporarily fund the government and bolster Ukraine aid and U.S. disaster funds. The House House is slogging through a long-shot effort to pass various funding bills with no real chance of finishing by Saturday's deadline. The stakes are rising with just days remaining before a federal closure. A shutdown where four low millions of federal employees leave the military without pay, disrupt air travel, and cut off vital safety net services. The White House says it's up to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to keep the budget deal he made with President Joe Biden. President Joe Biden's dog, Commander, has bitten another U.S. Secret Service employee, a uniformed Division officer was bitten by the dog around 8 p.m. Monday at the White House and was treated on site by medical personnel. Secret Service Chief, Chief of Communications Anthony Galimi says the officer is doing just fine. The German Shepherd purebred 
has bit or otherwise attacked Secret Service personnel at least 10 other times between October 22nd, 2022 and January, including one in incident that required a hospital visit by the injured law enforcement officer, according to records from the Department of Homeland Security. And coming up, Nathaniel Harrow will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Ray Ronierson will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. You've supported her through every accomplishment in her life. Cross, pull, I tied my shoes. While your ultimate goal is to teach her to stand on her own. Let go, let go. I can do it. There are things she just can't do without your support. There were drugs and alcohol at the party. Talk with the teens in your life. And if they're in substance abuse treatment and recovery, support them. Help them turn the hardest thing they've ever done into their greatest accomplishment. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Nathaniel Hara, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It is currently a murky 73 degrees. Temperatures will drop throughout the night with a low of 63 around midnight before rising up to a rainy 72 degrees around 5 p.m. So make sure to grab your umbrella for tomorrow. Tomorrow evening, the temperature will drop to a low of 65 degrees around midnight before rising up to a partly cloudy 77 degrees around 4 p.m. Today in weather history... On this day in 1988, thunderstorms developing ahead of a cold front produced large hail in southeastern Wyoming during the afternoon, with tennis ball-sized hail reported at Cheyenne. Strong winds ushering the cold air into north-central U.S. gusted to 59 miles per hour at Lander, Wyoming. Thank you, weatherforyou.com, for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a murky 73 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For New Center 88... I'm Nathaniel Hara. Thanks, Nathaniel. Now Ray Ronierson joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, Emma. In Marshall Thundering Herd Athletics, volleyball hits the road to Atlanta, Georgia to face Sunbelt opponent, the Georgia State Panthers. Marshall comes into the matches with a 9-7 overall record and a 1-1 record in the Sunbelt. Marshall comes into its first two conference road matches ranked 9th in the nation in Team Diggs with 920. Match 1 will be on Thursday at 6 p.m., with Match 2 being on Friday at 2 p.m. Putting our way over to Marshall Men's Golf, Marshall finished 4th in the Virtues Intercollegiate, which first on Tuesday, which finished on Tuesday, excuse me. The tournament took place in Nashport, Ohio. Individually, the Herd's Ryan Bilby finished just one shot away from first place, ending his tournament with a score of 8 under par. The best rounds on the last day came from Marshall's Tyler Jones and Clayton Thomas, who both shot even par to close out the tournament. Next time out for men's golf will be the Tom Tantimonia Invitational, which is hosted by Cleveland State in Westlake, Ohio. Kicking our way over to Marshall Women's Soccer, Marshall Women's Soccer is well into conference play, and its last matchup against the South Alabama Jaguars was another tough test for the herd. FM88 Sports, Jonathan Edwards has more. This past Sunday, the Marshall Thundering Herd women's soccer team played host to the South Alabama Jaguars at Hoops Family Field in a Sunbelt Conference interdivisional matchup. The undefeated leaders of the Sunbelt West Division came to Huntington, West Virginia to take on a Thundering Herd team that had lost its previous three games. A majority of the first half of play was back and forth defensively between the two teams, 
before the Jaguars freshman Irene Campo put the ball in net in the 34th minute. Jacobs on the far side of Green, guarded closely. Green tries to cross in, gets it to Holler, who puts it right in the back of the net, and a goal for South Alabama. South Alabama would take the 1-0 lead and hold it through the halftime break. Moving on to the second half, an utterly aggressive bout between the two teams continued. South Alabama would earn the insurance goal in the 57th minute, courtesy of Gracie Wilson. On the far side, tries to get it to Jacobs. Jacobs tries to cross it over, and nobody! The Jader Vox out of the goal. Wilson shoots it wide open, puts it in the left side of the net. And South Alabama, just like that, now takes a 2-0 lead here in the 57th minute. That was her fourth goal of the season. Marshall finished the game without a single shot on goal for the second time this season after the same fate occurred against Liberty. Marshall freshman Ashlyn Dreyer stepped in as goalkeeper for the Herd with the usual starter Alexis Wolgamuth out with injury. Dreyer made one save on three shots. Marshall women's soccer is back in action this Saturday at 6 p.m. when it takes the trip to Troy as the Herd looks to end the four-game skid and earn its first Sun Belt win of the 2023 season. For FM88 Sports, I'm Jonathan Edwards. The Herd. Thanks, Jonathan. The herd falls to 5-4-1 on the season after a 5-0 start. Now heading over to Marshall Men's Soccer, Marshall's senior Adam, excuse me, Marshall's senior Adam Almack earned his first Sunbelt Conference Men's Soccer Offensive Player of the Week. Almack came up in a major way for Marshall in a top three battle, scoring the lone goal to have Marshall beat the number three ranked University of Central Florida. This is now the herd's fourth of the first five Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Week awards this season. Marshall Men's Soccer will be back in action Wednesday night on the road in Richmond, Virginia to take on VCU at 7 p.m. Now on to more sports news. In the NBA, a long-awaited trade sends superstar point guard to team up with another superstar. Damian Lillard is being traded by Portland to play alongside Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee, a person with knowledge of the agreement said Wednesday. A deal that ends his 11th year run with the Trailblazers and a three-month saga surrounding his wish to be moved elsewhere in hopes of winning an NBA title. In college football news, Michigan State fires former coach Mel Tucker earlier today, saying the suspended football coach failed to present adequate reasons why he should not be fired for the cause after having what he described as consensual phone sex with an activist and rape survivor. The school also said it, it terminated what's left of Tucker's $95 million 10-year contract for acknowledging actions that subjected the institution to ridicule, breaching his contract, and moral turpitude. Brenda Tracy, the activist and rape survivor, said Tucker sexually harassed her during the phone call in April 2022. Several months later, Tracy filed a complaint with the school's Title IX office. For the FM88 sports team, I'm Ray Ryan Yearson. Thanks, Ray. Coming up, a pair arrested for selling laughing gas in Georgia. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. 
dastardly plan to pollute the airwaves with Nickelback is almost to rotten fruition. We must let our powers combine. Jazz. Avoid winning news in sports. Rock and roll. Flashback. Ska. With your powers combined, I am WMUL. Oh no! WMUL's award-winning radio programming is kicking my... 88.1 WMUL. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. And finally today on New Center 88, a Georgia police officer has arrested two people for selling nitrous oxide or laughing gas. An Athens County, an Athens clerk, County officer made the arrest Thursday after spotting people milling around with balloons. Following a concert in downtown Athens, the officer found a man and a woman in a parking lot sell parking garage selling the balloons. The officer says the man initially told the officer that the gas was helium, but he later admitted it was laughing gas. Nitrous oxide is used medically as an anesthetic and pain reliever. But people also use the drug to get high. The pair were charged with a misdemeanor and released after posting bail. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Samantha Riddle, Nathaniel Hara, Ray Ron Yerson, Jonathan Edwards, Peyton Sisko, and for your entire New Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson. And your thought of the day is health is the unseen wealth. Cherish it with good choices today, for it determines the richest richness of your tomorrows. Thalia Barnett. <laughs>